Hey everybody, Tim here from the Whiskey Geeks, rolling solo on an intro to a bonus episode. Uh, if you remember last week in our little comeback special, I mean, hopefully you listened to it. If you didn't, go listen to it. It was a fun one. Uh, but on that comeback special, I did mention that uh, a few years ago, it was like six years ago at this point, I did interview a comic book a legend in my mind, Will Sportasio, one of the founders of Image Comics, as well as Dave Ross when they were at the Ottawa Comic Con. Um, and so I thought, why not bring that out of the ether and uh, put that up on this feed. This is a podcast I used to run, again, six to eight years ago. Um, I did about 50 episodes interviewing various people from like the music industry, and then we put together this Comic-Con special because I was going to the Ottawa Con. Anyway, um, I got commission pieces from Wills and Dave Ross. I'll put them up on our Instagram as well, uh, including photos from the con of me talking to them so you know that it's actually real, but you're going to hear it. So uh, without further delay, here is a six-year-old episode that um, hasn't seen the light of day in quite a long time. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it's me talking with these guys on the con floor. You're going to get to hear a bunch of cool stories about their starts in the career and all that fun stuff. Um, but keep coming back. Keep checking the podcast feed. Subscribe please and like it and review it and rate it and all that stuff we have another bonus episode coming later this week and uh, all whiskey related and i'm just gonna let that dangle out there like a little secret because it is and it's a really short one but it'll be really fun so without further delay here is a very very old podcast featuring young tim who's probably going to sound exactly the same because i'm an adult and that's what it is okay thanks for listening everybody enjoy and we're we're good to go okay so i'm here uh, Ottawa Comic Con sent with, uh, I'm going to say legendary, and you can take that however you want. Legendary comic book artist. Um, I'll take it when I can get it. <laughs> oh, I think you. I think it's totally worth it. I think you can get it right now. Uh, Mr. David Ross. David, how you doing? How's Ottawa been treating you so far? It's been wonderful. It's been yeah? a great show. I've been uh, yeah. been very busy at the show and, and seen a lot of old friends, which is wonderful. Uh, what I love about these cons is yeah. a chance to reconnect with people that you've met over the time. I mean, after all, as comic book artists, we tend to sort of sit in our solitary <laughs> studios, work away on yeah. our craft. Yeah. And it's so nice to be able to get together and... Uh, and visit with each other yeah. and visit with all the, the fans and folks who appreciate what we do. Yeah. Um, it's just great to get out and do it. That's great. Don't get out and do it enough. So it's wonderful to be here in Ottawa. How many how many cons a year would you say you do? Uh, maybe four. Four or five? I do the, the big one in Toronto, but yeah. also I uh, like to make it to the the Ottawa Comic Con and the Montreal, Montreal. Comic Con every year. Right on. Um, and then some others... They vary from year to year. Yeah, but about four on average. Perfect. Um, well, for those out there who don't who don't really know, I mean, you've worked on oh my gosh, I don't even know how many characters. Do you have a Do you know how many characters you've drawn officially? I on have books no before? idea. I know nah, that uh, I was working on one DC project uh, a number of years ago now called Act of God, where we had to literally draw every character in every the DC one? universe <laughs> oh, in the course man. of that book. Yeah. Do you have so. a favorite from the DC universe that you like to that you would that you really like to draw? I love doing the Flash. Oh, really? Nice. What I like cool. about the Flash, of course, is the effect of his... Uh, first of all, I think he's got a really cool costume. I it's do so too. iconic. It's so strong and basic. It's wonderful. Yeah. But also beyond that, I just love the speed effects that you can do. As an nice. artist, yeah. you can have so much fun with that. A lot of movement in it. And yeah, and the things yeah. that happen, sort of the reaction of the environment around the character yeah. as he's doing his thing and of course he's able to do all that trans-dimensional stuff yeah, as well absolutely. and you can just have no end of visual fun with that stuff nice and i know that you uh, you worked for a long time on the west coast avengers as well yes um on the since we talked about dc on the marvel side do you have a favorite marvel guy that you like doing a character that i've never drawn but i always loved when i as a fan as a kid 
reading the books, was the Black Panther. It is so cool oh. to see the Black Panther getting up and his, running in, in live action a, now in and getting his, yeah, as you say, getting his due. Wow. But I always, as a fan, I would do a lot of drawings of the Black Panther. I love the approach to him, the simplicity of his costume. Yeah. And of course, because he's one of those really athletic characters, it really pushes you as a young artist yeah. in terms of trying to get the poses, get that that lithe agility into yeah. the character. Yeah. So uh, on the same vein, characters like Spider-Man, yep. uh, very gymnastic, athletic yeah. characters cool. are a lot of fun to draw as yeah, well. Yeah, you did a, you did a lot of work for for Star Wars books as well. Yes. So you, you know you probably got to do a lot of that jumping around stuff with all the Jedi and all oh, that Oh yeah, fun that, stuff. and that's a lot of fun too because yeah. once again, something that you get to do when you're dealing with the Star Wars franchise that you don't get as much of deal, dealing with regular superhero yeah. work is all of the amazing sci-fi hardware. Yes. And that is just so much fun to work on. Absolutely. And I, I take it as a personal challenge. I love to to do that, whether it's something that's on model with the existing reference, yep. or whether you get to do some of your own creative design with that kind of thing. Yeah. I always find that very challenging, but also very fulfilling when yeah. you get a successful End result. Yeah. Um, now, when you sit down to draw a character, do you have a specific area where you like to where you start? Every time, I know some people always start with the eyes. Other people start with the when general I, shape. I teach drawing as well and freehand drawing. And there's a book out on freehand figure drawing that I have I have written called Freehand Figure Drawing for Illustrators. It's put out by Random House, by the actually their Watson Guptill um, icon imprint. And what I stress in the book is what I stress to my own students, and that is always start with the core of the body. Oh, okay. There's always, I think, a natural tendency to start with the head, yep. and as you say, the eyes, yep. everybody focuses in on that. But when you're drawing a, a figure, particularly a figure in action, the pose really starts at the core. It's, the, it's actually the relationship between the torso, the upper body, and the hips that sets the whole thing up. Is there a twist? Is there a bend? Is there a curve in the, in, in the body? And once that's established through the core, it flows out through the arms, it flows out through the legs, and yes, it actually also throw, flows out through the neck and the head. Yeah. So uh -huh. if you start with the core, you'll always find that you can mount the head on the shoulders properly. Yeah. If you start with the head, you usually find that you have to redraw it three times <laughs> to make it fit the body <laughs> I later mean, on. I've, just, I've, I've started kind of getting into drawing in my free time. I never really considered myself an artist by any means. I still don't. And... Uh, that is actually very correct. The amount of times I've started on the head or something and I had to completely start yeah, over and it just and didn't restart. look right on the body somehow. Exactly, so, the anatomy just so looks weird. So if you start so. with the body first and yep. then mount the head on the body, it just usually gets you a much quicker, more successful result. Ah, I love it. Um, now this is traditionally a music podcast. Okay. So um, I, I've asked a couple other people, when, when you sit down to do some work, do you listen to music at all, or you uh, work in silence? It depends on the the stage of the process. Right. I typically find, and the mood I'm in, <laughs> right, I mean, right, uh, right. As, as I think it is for everybody. Um, there are times when you're staring at the blank page and you're working through a script where you need dead silence. But once you have something ongoing, once you've worked out the roughed out the pages and you're moving through refining the artwork, at that point I can have. And, and love to have music in behind. Do you have anything specific? That, is it classical? Do you go for stuff with oh, words, it's a, jazz? It's a, whole, it's a whole mix. I mean, yeah. uh, I've got some favorite Dead Can Dance tapes that oh, I really? listen to. Um, I, I, but I also love sort of really calming music. Sometimes I'll listen to some Enya as well. I'm all over the map with my musical yeah. taste. So oh, I, like, I like some of the old jazz, and I've got some of those tapes that I'll listen to. Yeah. Occasionally I get a feeling for 
for classical, but there's very specific classical that I like to listen yeah. to. Um, so it's a real, a real mixed bag. That's awesome. Um, are you, what are you working on right now? Do you have anything currently that you're, that you're working on or something in the works that you can tease us with? I'm, I'm working on some Captain Canuck material. I'm working on oh, classic fantastic. Captain Canuck nice. with the classic Captain Canuck artist, George Freeman. We're working really? as a tandem team on, on some classic Captain Canuck. Is that a monthly that's, that's out right now or is that going to be coming out soon or are you doing this? It'll be coming out soon yeah. and, and I believe it will be monthly when it does. Oh, um, I'm looking forward so, to that. Uh, so right now we're just... Uh, trying to get ourselves up to speed on the project. Yeah. I've got one book under my belt right now. Nice. And I'm just about to start on the second one when I get back to Toronto. Script is waiting, so oh, wow. I've got to get back to work as soon as I get back home. That's fantastic. Uh, you know you know what? Actually, Captain Canuck was the very first character I ever drew. No kidding. When I And, it, and this was, we're talking probably eight, two years ago. Yeah. Um, my wife was just like, you know what? I think you could draw. You should try and draw something. And I was just kind of getting, coming back around into the comics yeah. world. And, uh, and I just flipped online. I said, you know what? Why don't I keep it close to home? Why don't I try drawing Captain Canuck? So that was the very first character I ever drew in my oh, life. Oh, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> I, so. I mean, I, I love the particularly, well, I like both the, uh, both the outfits. The new one, I think, is, is a great upgrade. Yeah. But I do have a real fondness, and again, a, almost a nostalgic fondness yeah. for the old classic costume. Yeah. And, uh, and I try to, uh, to stick true to those roots. For instance, he... He was originally drawn as a, as a, as a Métis, so yeah. he had the features that were very interesting, very distinctive, and yeah. we're trying to maintain that That's on great. the character. So. I really, do you think he'll ever get his due in television or movies? I think there's you think definitely it's coming? There's a push coming in I that direction, so. and I, I, I'm looking forward to the day when he does. That would be fantastic. Um, speaking of which, and this will kind of tie in nicely to where, to where yeah. we're going to end, do you watch a lot of the, the Netflix shows or the movies? I, I'm afraid I haven't been tuned into Netflix. It's really, it's really up. Also, hard it's been, to keep it's, up. it is hard to keep up. I mean, it's all I can do to just get out and hit, get the movies in that I want to get in. I hear you. Um, it's been a busy, very busy life with yeah. the, uh, with the teaching, with the ongoing uh, work on on all of the various comics projects that yeah. I've been doing, and of course with the instructional book and promoting that. Yeah. It's been a very hectic schedule. The last couple of years have been just whirlwind. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get back more into that kind of thing. I try to get little glimpses of some of the shows yeah. and see what's going on. Yeah. But it's been hard for me to uh, keep up as much as I'd like. Yeah. And of course, the amazing thing these days is there's just so much, so much. product out there's there. So much. so much really cool product. And there's some of the really good in. stuff that I haven't been even been able to get a, to watch yeah. yet. But the reason I brought that up is because I know that Netflix, they just did the season two of Daredevil where Punisher uh, came out. And in my opinion, it's the best film adaptation of Punisher. And I bring and that up. And Elektra as well, right? And Elektra as well, yeah. yes. And I bring that up because you you did one of my favorite Punishers in comics. When I Thank first you for that. Yeah, got yeah. back into collecting, uh, I started with Punisher and specifically the Punisher War Journal yeah. uh, stuff. And you you did three three issues of the Punisher War Journal, I think? Yes. Three or four? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. I, I did, and I also did... Um, and you had Spider-Man in a couple of them as well. You yeah. got to do some nice crossbows. Yeah, that was, that was great. And that um, artwork is just, it's gorgeous. Yeah, there were, there really were, there were a number of Spider-Man uh, Spider and Punisher projects. There was yeah. another one that, uh, that never saw print that um, I've posted some of the artwork on my own website. Oh, really? And it is a Punisher Spider-Man project, which was written by Jerry Conway, which chronicles the first meeting of the two characters oh. and is taken, it's essentially what was in, in the comic book, the original comic book, but expanded and taken from the Punisher's point of view instead of oh Spider-Man's. Oh my gosh, 
And it was, in fact, called Punisher POV, Punisher's Point of View. Oh, we need to get that printed. Yeah, that amazing. no kidding. No that kidding. sounds amazing. It was, uh, oh, how many pages? Some more, just over 40 pages of artwork. Really? Finished artwork on it right now. Do you still have all the artwork, most of it? No, the artwork's no? sold, but I have good scans good of scans all of the it? pages. So yeah. it's been properly chronicled. chronicled. For history, yes. Okay, that's Absolutely. good. Perfect. Um, well, you know, with that, uh, you said it was, oh man, now of course I had it. What was the band that you, you mentioned that you really like listening to? Oh, Dead Can Dance. Dead Can Dance. Do you have a favorite Dead Can Dance song? I usually play music at the end of this podcast, so. Uh, Any of them. I mean, I, the, the, right. I just, they switch back and forth between the male lead and the female lead, yep. and, and I love them both equally, so it's like, Perfect. I've gotten so familiar with the music that I just enjoy practically every. Anything Sweet. and everything off of those. All right. Well, those, uh, I'll, I'll go through the catalog and then I'm gonna yes. we'll play some Dead Can Dance at the end cool. of this. So, Dave, thanks so much. So now and me, and for the and for the commission Punisher piece, I'm gonna put that up on my Instagram uh, when when this episode goes live. And where can people find you online? Website, Instagram, it's or anything? DaveRossArt.com. www.DaveRossArt.com. There you go. There's yeah. a nice little art store there. You can get in touch with Dave as well. Yeah. That's how I did. That's. An yep. order to piece. I highly recommend you all order commission work from him because he's fantastic. Thank you for that and Perfect. enjoy your piece. And uh, <laughs> well, I definitely and will. Yeah, I can't wait to, to hear this. Do you like haunted attractions and Halloween things? Do you like behind the scenes stories? Do you like listening to two girls go off on random meandering tangents? Well, we've got the podcast for you. I'm Courtney. And I'm Brianne. And you can hear all those things on the Just, Just Haunted, haunted House, House Things podcast. So I'm standing here at the Ottawa Comic-Con with a legendary comic book <laughs> artist. And he laughs because he's a humble man from what I've from what I've gathered so far. But legendary, absolutely. Wills Pertaccio. How's oh, it thank going? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, this is great. Wonderful time in Ottawa yeah, so first, far. First time in Ottawa. It, yeah. It's fantastic. That's great. Um, well, I just wanted to ask a couple quick questions. I know cons are super busy, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, when did you get your first start? I'm going to try and stick away from questions you've been asked a billion times, but I'll probably hit on a couple. Uh, how long have you been doing comic book art professionally? Uh, 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 approximately 30 years now. 30 years. Yeah. My goodness. And uh, how different is the industry now from 30 years ago? It's, it's very different, but I can, give you a, uh, I can give it to you in generalities. Absolutely. Um, and this happens in any kind of a business. Mm -hmm. um, back then, Batman, let's say Batman, okay? Batman was Batman, right. okay? Um, he was really only known to comic fans, and because of the TV show, he mm -hmm. was known to s some TV people, but it was more of a nostalgia because it was o older. Right. So my point there is that Batman, like X-Men and everything back then, they were, let's say, on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of popularity or known factor around the world. Mm -hmm maybe a five or six right and so that goes in monetarily right you know like let's say again just for example it was you know batman was worth let's say five million dollars right back then yep okay so back so now batman now you know it's like around the world everybody knows him because yeah. of the movies and the right. toys and the games yep and so now on that scale let's put it it, it, it batman's like 200 million right worth. absolutely yeah so when you have something that's four million let's go back in time again when i was doing stuff at the x-men when you have something that's worth five million right there's a lot more leeway right <laughs> so um, let me, i'll give you i'll give you a few examples yeah when you when i got onto the x-book and this this happened to everybody mm -hmm. it, it was unwritten law okay when i got in an x-men book not only was I able to do the covers right. and the interior work, but they expected me to change the costumes. 
really? to do my own take. Oh, it was a lot more artistic yeah. liberty. It was uh, today, encouraged too, right? Yeah, right. Interesting. And today, because it's now worth 500 million or whatever, <laughs> the covers are done by illustrators or painters right. Right. for a big bang but factor. Right. You got to concentrate on your deadline and interiors. They right. don't want, and you can't change the costume hmm. because that costume is the copyright. Absolutely. And that is, all, in in business terms, that is the only important thing. The, the five details of the character of the that has itself. to consistently be out there in the public to oh, keep the copyright. That's crazy. So there's very much, there's very less leeway back now. Right. I mean, imagine back then you had Jim Lee and I who are just barely in our twenties. Right. You, you want to create, you want to write some of the stories and create some of the characters. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> and was that basically how like Bishop came to be? Was they were like, if you if you want to create somebody new for the X Men. Fill your boots. Go nuts. Uh, uh, or did you pitch them a concept to, to get that done? Um, um, no. Um, nothing in, in comics is traditional. And right. um, the, the big main factor in comics is you have the four weeks. Right. That is the production period because... That's the constant. Right. <laughs> and, and the comic comes out just a little bit after that. Right. Okay. So there's, there's no leeway. Right. So in the middle of me doing that first uh, issue, 281... Mm -hmm. Again, Jim doing the you know X Men yep. number one, so uh, so in the middle of me doing 281, it was considered upstairs because Wolverine and Storm were on the other side that my team was underpowered. Right. So Bob calls me up and say, um, we we need you to create a new uh, X Men. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we, we need more power on your group, so make them powerful, make them cool, and uh, you know make them X Men. <laughs> and you got two All weeks. Right. You have two weeks. While you're still drawing oh this my issue. Oh God. And so there's <laughs> and there's no time for second guessing or can I do this? Right. Um, am I up to this? Right. You know it was you know you put that in together with you know uh, we were all young and dumb <laughs> and, and feeling we're Iron Man so you know yeah. if we fail so what we'll do something else. Right. You know and wow, so that's crazy. when they said create another X Men it was just okay okay when I finish this page okay. Wow <laughs> that's nuts. Um, Wow, that's incredible. Is would you say that Bishop is still your favorite character to draw, after all uh -huh. these years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, even though he doesn't look like that in the movies, I am actually proud that I only did three issues basically of of Bishop, mm -hmm. um, and I think I've uh, I th I felt through the years that I that in those three issues I established his character, yep. his personality. And it is really nice, even though I only did three issues, that yeah. on the screen, actually, yeah. you do get to see that same personality and that same character. Yeah. It's it survived through the rest of the stuff that was done with them. Absolutely. Um, now, just to switch gears a little bit, I know you've probably told the story a million times, but for those out listening who, who don't know about Image Comics, um, was there, I, I mean, you know, I don't even know who the, who, was there one specific brainchild from the group of you that said, we should all go and start our own imprint? Or was it just kind of a collective thing over time that you just all talked about it? Like, how did that kind of... You can give me the, the elevator pitch of it as well. It doesn't uh, need to be super I actually, long. I actually <laughs> don't know the, the full details because my part of the story right. was um, every December or so, I would go... At that time, I would go to the Philippines 
yep. vacation for a month. Right. So I'm about to go on the plane. Jim Lee calls me up and goes, I, I knew you were leaving for the airport, but, um, you know, something's happening, you know, <laughs> and uh, I can't say anything right now. Right. But when you get back, uh, I I'll talk to you again, okay? <laughs> so a month later, I get back, and Jim calls me up, and he goes, okay, um, Todd, he gave me the spiel, Todd, right. everybody, and we're going to form up our own thing now, and so it's already happening, it's already going, and we all want you on board, so wow. uh, you got to decide today. Jeez. <laughs> and, I get, and so I just called up Scott and go, Scott, did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, they've been telling me about this. And so what do you think? Well, yeah, sure. Wow. And then I, I just said to do it. So from what little I know, yep. I, I'm pretty sure it was, it was Rob, mm -hmm. because... Uh, you might be interested in this. My and it's just my opinion. Okay, right. my personal breakdown of the group. Yep. Is Rob comes up with the ideas. You know, he was the main instigator for. Well, he threw out all his new ideas. Right. Remember, we all started our own books. Yeah. So he threw out all these new ideas, and and so he started the oh we got to do our other books too. <laughs> you know, and 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 he and and like the I think the 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 ash cans yeah. and everything. So he always had the ideas, but he's not a great manager. Let's right. say, right. okay, right. Todd understands business. Business side. He acts wacky in the public. Yeah. You know, but he actually really understands yeah. all the behind and the he, scenes stuff. So he figured out how it would probably work. Right. Jim is the business numbers guy. Right. He makes sure the the glue cements everything. Right. You know. Yep. So, which is why then you see, then Todd goes off. He's the first one to figure out to go off into another side business. Right. You know, toys and stuff. Yeah. You know, we were also concentrated on on. on now, Mark and Mark and I were the artiste. Of course. <laughs> you know, um, I'm the artiste computer nerd. Right. So I was the one that figured out, helped figure out the Photoshop thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and um, um, Jim Valentino um, was, he was the merchandise guy. I mean, even oh, before we were okay. doing merchandise, he was already doing yeah. merchandise, so he understood that. He was, he was already following cues from George Lucas. Right. You know, um, Eric, Eric, I love the guy. He is Mr. Comics. Really? Right, I mean, look, look. He's, he's, he's barely missed a month, right? It's All true. he wants to do, no matter what, in the heyday of image, in the low point of image, yep. where image is now, which is really strong, he he only wanted to do Savage Jacket. That's wow. all he wanted to do. I wow. wish I had that stamina with yeah. an idea. Me, I just have so many ideas in my head. I, I, I can't stay in one place all the time. Are you going to be working on anything new coming up that you can kind of tease I, a little I can, bit? I can just tease, tease. Just little. tease a little bit. My, my first love um, um, was science fiction. Yep. Uh, uh, I, I just devoured um, novels, mm -hmm. and um, I, I show a little bit of that in Wetworks, mm -hmm. and in design-wise, I, I show a little of that when we did Iron Man and stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing some of my um, heavy core science fiction ideas that I've been percolating for a long time. Awesome. Um, you know because. Uh, it, it, uh, I'm solid, I'm solidly um, convinced now that you know the the science fiction audience is out there. Absolutely, yeah. I well, think so. but it's interesting. I mean, for for decades, everybody confused it with the superhero fantasy. Yeah. You know, and uh, sci-fi is dead. But then you look at Halo. You look at yep. you know uh, Dune. You yeah. look at you know, 
there's uh, the Colonial Warriors. Yeah. You know, you, it, and it's like Blade Runner's getting a redo yeah. as well. So. Hey, look, Predator, um, Alien. Alien. You know? Yeah. It's like science fiction is what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. It, we have these huge spurts all over, especially what I love, science fiction military. You right. Know? And so I'm going to do a, a, a couple stories uh, on that. I'm not sure if I'm going to do an, an anthology because they have so many ideas. Yep. Um, or, or whether I'm going to do like mini series of, of, cool. of each. But I, I need to get them out of my head. Yeah, finally, oh, no, absolutely. And, yeah. And, 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 and put them down on, on paper. So I, that's what I'm going to be concentrating on. Awesome. Next. And uh, just a couple quick questions, then we'll get out of here and let you get back to the con. When you're sitting down to, to start uh, an illustration or a drawing, where do you start? What's your starting point normally? Do you have a specific order on how you do things? Um, or like just kind of sit down and let it flow and see what happens? Um, um, I, I, I can't let it flow. Right. Um, that is the traditional mm -hmm. way, way people go. But um, I'm very analytical, mm -hmm. which is why I first, before even comics, I got into computers first. Right. You know? um, and so I have to have a system. So. I'm always about the idea, the concept first, yep. and building that out. In fact, I've always been a proponent, there's no way you can do it, but I've always been a proponent for somehow, with a time machine maybe, squeezing out two weeks yeah. out of the four-week schedule <laughs> you know, beforehand and, uh, so that I could just design yeah. everything perfect. Because the skill set is, because of the short period, to be able to draw, what, draw whatever you need to draw or yep. design whatever you need to design the first time yeah. and make it cool. Yeah. That is our skill set. Yeah. But after a while, what, uh, unfortunately what happens is then when it goes into a movie or something that's yeah. more formal and yeah. has to be planned out, a lot of our design doesn't make it because what real design is, is figuring out the design that works perfectly for this character or this story. Right. But see, remember, our skill set is just trying to do something that's cool and yeah. serviceable at that moment and just get it out there. Yeah. You know, so I wish I had the, the two weeks to actually do yeah, what I felt work. was yeah. right. And then then hopefully later on, if it goes anywhere, yeah. and then to see if I was right by yeah. if they, if they you know, took that's some of that stuff. I mean, like, you look at a lot of Jack Kirby stuff. He was the one of the first guys who started that whole thing of being able to draw cool right away. Yeah. But it's interesting. I mean, you look at everything that's been, you know, and and his ciphers, his basic design stuff, have survived. Yeah. Everything. Wow. You that's know. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. Uh, two more quick questions, then we'll get out of here. Um, one: Have has anyone ever approached you, or would you want to see wet works done, TV wise, movie wise? I, I, I w of course, I would love to. Yeah. Um, I, I, it would have to be um, a movie wise. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want like a it, Netflix series. Well, the, or the story is more leans more towards um, a TV series, yeah. so that you could really expand yeah. and take your time expanding about because it's just a huge story. Yeah. Um, but that would be too expensive. Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> look, look at I mean, Battlestar point two point Yeah. That and even point two point uh, even the first one. Yeah. Um, was was expensive for the time. It's true. But Tupelo was really expensive and yeah, really that's true. And you see, as, as successful as that was, yeah. nobody else, you know, were, were, you know, there should be a line of, you know, other it's TV true. shows that, that expensive with that it's kind true. of a budget, but there yeah. isn't. Yeah. It's just too expensive. That's fair. You know, so it would, yeah, it would have to be a movie. Um, but, you know, actually, I even have second thoughts there. Um, 
even though I wasn't, it, I think it was just Jim mostly, I wasn't a part of the creation of the idea for Team 7, mm. but I would actually re prefer to see a Team 7 movie first. Oh, yeah? Because that lays the groundwork. Exactly. I mean, it's just a beautiful concept. Yeah. It just lays the groundwork for whole whole of Wildstorm. Yeah. You know, That's and true. so you could just you could go on with a, 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 you know with a couple movies of Team Seven. Yep. And then just spin off, but it'd be cool because it won't be just this character like a Dane right. spinning off. Right. It, he'd be spinning off into Wetworks, another yeah. whole new idea. It's true. And 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 into Wildcats, into something else. So it would be something totally a, a totally different, more um, well-conceived uh, concept. Or world, yeah. universe. Yeah. You know, it's not just spinning off and let's see where it goes. Oh. We already have basis for where this all this other stuff is going to go. True. Oh man, you know, that would so, be so I, fantastic. I think I'd rather see that happen. Yeah. First. Yep. Because then that has more than power and impact when then you finally see what works. That's true. Well, all you creative types out there, get making. <laughs> get started. Do some Team Seven. And one last question: um, When you draw, do you ever listen to music at all, or you uh, work in silence? Oh no, I I I, I need music. I'm one yeah. of those guys too that you know. I, I, I'm a movie buff. I love movies, but when I watch, I watch. Right. So it has to be the a music. Yeah. And the music, I'm I'm very eclectic. You know, um, I was raised. I, I'm a military brat, so ah. I was raised on Navy bases. Yep. And so I was raised on the Beatles and Elvis. Right on. Um, I know all that stuff. Yeah. But as I grew up, I got into the Sex Pistols first, and David oh, Bowie, good for you. then Queen, and then Led Zeppelin. Oh, it's amazing. And then went all the way into, because I understood the concept, yeah. all the way into classical music, because I understood the concept that most of them guys, they were rock stars. Absolutely. That was like like the, the Valkyries. That was moving, <laughs> you know, thunderous, yes. you know, uh, uh, you know, and because the, the the basic classical stuff was sit down and appreciate. Yeah. But when you put on Valkyries or stuff like that or Mozart, it's like, you got to get rocking and rolling. Absolutely. You know, so I, I I go all over the place, and so my my last period, I was a late uh, uh, discoverer because I'm I'm in my bat cave all the time. Right. You know, that's actually one of the things I love about music. It's always out there. Yeah. You know, like my, my kids, they're 13 and 16, they now are into the Beatles. Oh. Because of YouTube, that's great. And they know they can listen to a song and they can know if it's George or I mean John or Paul John singing, or Paul. you know. Wow. But so for me, I got late in the game. So my last period was Skrillex because oh, really? I was doing some chaotic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and that's great. That just, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just hear Transformers. I hear yeah. I hear clashing of laser do swords. A, and do stuff. you have a favorite Skrillex song? Because I usually play a song at the, at the end of the podcast. Oh, really? So if 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 you have a favorite Skrillex song, I'll totally, I'll check it in there so people oh, can okay. hear what, okay. you're, what you were listening to. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to get back to you. But sure, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's this, I'll there's follow a, up. There's a song where there's, like, clashing swords. I mean, it yeah. really, it sounds like Transformers are fighting with, with, um, <laughs> with lightsabers. Oh, that's so you great. Know? Cool. I'll follow up with you afterwards, and we'll make sure we get that in there. But... Thank you so much for taking the time. And I'm going to post on Instagram. Wills did a wonderful commission piece for me oh. of my favorite comic book character, The Punisher. So check out my Instagram. Check out Wills Portaccio's Instagram as well because you're always posting artwork. Yeah. And it's, oh, my gosh. It's just incredible. It's, <laughs> Thank you. It's mind-blowing. Mind so it's, is it just at Wills, Portac Wills Portaccio, your name? Yeah. Perfect. Website? Um, no, we just do the social stuff. Just so do the social all stuff. all over Instagram, Perfect. Uh, Facebook. Yeah. Perfect. Go follow him on Instagram, folks. And uh, 
go meet him at a con because he's a wonderful guy and <laughs> and buy his work, buy his stuff because it's just fantastic. So thank you so much. All right, for thanks, me today. thanks, yeah. thanks, guys. All right. All right.